0: Good morning, Alex and friends. I'm Grace. Today is Friday, November 3rd Road, 2023, and you're listening to Alex's News. A warm day ahead in Riverside with highs reaching 84.6 and lows sinking later to a pleasant 58.5 degrees. But before you head out into the day, we have some important stories we'll be covering. The slowing job growth in October 2023 poses a significant concern as the US economy faces a cooling labor market. In the tech sector, Apple's stock takes a hit after a warning of a lukewarm holiday quarter. Yet the broader stock market rally still holds strong. Crossing the pond, We delve into the collaboration between developers and governments at the UK AI Summit, aimed at managing risks and testing new frontier models. And finally, get ready for some thrilling news, as Cedar Fair and Six Flags announce a merger, promising to create a North American amusement park giant. Those stories and more coming up on Alex's News, stay tuned. we begin our coverage this morning with the top story of the day the u.s job growth and economic indicators for october 2023 have reportedly shown signs of a slowdown in the labor market according to multiple sources including trading economics and reuters on this we've got ethan our trusted business and economics analyst Ethan. Characterize what's been happening for us.
1: Absolutely, Grace, the numbers suggest some cooling off in the US economy. The reported estimate is that approximately 180,000 jobs were added in the month of October. To put that in perspective, that's almost half of the 336,000 jobs that were added back in September.
0: Interesting. Could you tell us what factor or factors are responsible for this?
1: Sure, the main factor contributing to this moderation in job growth is the recent strikes by the United Auto Workers, our UAW, Union against Detroit's, Big Three, car makers. These strikes were significant, affecting at least 30,000 UAW members and ultimately leading to a decrease in manufacturing payrolls. As per the report, the manufacturing payrolls have been hit hard, with an expected fall of about 10,000. In fact, October saw 48,100 workers on strike, marking the highest figure since February 2004.
2: So
0: while the strikes have had a clear impact, is there any reason for optimism in these job numbers?
1: Well, Grace, despite the slowdown, job growth is still forecasted to be above the necessary monthly range of 70,000 to 100,000 jobs. That's the number needed just to keep up with the growth in the working age population. Even with a more moderate employment growth, conditions in the labor market are easing slightly, which might help argue against the need for the Federal Reserve to raise interest rates.
0: What about the unemployment rate? Any notable changes there?
1: The unemployment rate is expected to stay steady at 3.8%. Although it's the highest since February 2022, it's not seeing any upward surge. Additionally, the annual wage growth is projected to decline to 4%, which would be the lowest since June 2021, signaling a deceleration in wage growth.
0: Well, it really seems like those strikes had a significant impact. Do we know if they're continuing?
1: Good news there, Grace, the UAW strikes have ended. The manufacturing sector and overall job growth could potentially see a lift in November's payrolls because of this. A
0: hopeful note there. Are there any other factors to be considered when we're interpreting this data?
1: Absolutely. It's important to stress that the impact of these strikes and other labor market conditions are still under analysis. Their long-term impact on wage inflation and the overall economy will be closely watched in the coming months.
0: Thank you, Ethan, for breaking down the often complex economic indicators for us
1: my pleasure grace always glad to help clarify these matters
0: that was ethan with our top story for the day stay with us we have other important stories to cover continuing with our second news story of the day we have several interesting developments related to the stock market apple stock tumbled after a warning about a dull holiday quarter according to a recent article from Investor's Business Daily. And here to tell us more about this is our news reporter, Chloe.
2: Chloe, can you tell us more about Apple's situation? Sure, Grace. After Apple issued a warning concerning a potential dull holiday quarter, the tech giant's stock experienced a notable downturn. It's important to note that Apple's recent earnings report indicated decreased sales and lower-than-expected guidance for this holiday quarter's revenue, which also plays into this dynamic.
0: Interesting. And quite concerning for Apple I suppose. But how is this information impacting the broader market?
2: Well, Grace, despite Apple's disappointing outlook, Dow Jones futures remained mostly unaffected, while S&P 500 futures and Nasdaq futures saw a slight dip. But there is a silver lining in this for the wider market. The Investors Business Daily's article discusses a potential broader stock market rally with positive follow-through days for the S&P 500 and Dow Jones, suggesting a possible new uptrend. That does sound promising.
0: Can you tell us more
2: about these follow-through days? Absolutely, Grace. A follow-through day is a concept in stock market analysis that signals the possible end of a downward trend and beginning of an upward trend. It's a significant increase in share price and volume. So, seeing this for both the SP 500 and Dow Jones is an encouraging sign for investors.
0: So, amidst this Apple's downturn, some other stocks are catching investors' attention, correct?
2: That's right, Grace. Even with Apple's tumble, several stocks have shown strong signals, indicating they could be attractive buys. The list includes names such as Eli Lilly, Weatherford, Palo Alto Networks. Palantir Technologies, Lululemon Athletica, and even Ferrari.
0: So, the market dynamics seem quite mixed here. Does the article provide any recommendations for investors?
2: Indeed, it does, Grace. While all investments carry risk, the article ends on a note of caution, recommending that investors gradually increase their exposure to the market, implying that potential rewards could outweigh the risks in the long run. This has been such a fascinating discussion, Chloe.
0: Thank you for shedding light on these intricate market dynamics and for delivering the important details from the Investor's Business Daily article.
2: Happy to do it, Grace. Back to you.
0: Here are some other headlines. Today One of the prominent stories involves Eric Trump voluntarily testifying that he did not have knowledge of his father's financial dealings. Yet there have been reports suggesting ongoing communication through email telling otherwise. In light of global celebrity news, Chinese fans are mourning the loss of actor Matthew Perry. This story is currently causing a ripple effect in the international entertainment industry. Moving into the financial realm, there's a significant development in the cryptocurrency landscape. The founder of crypto trading platform, FTX, Sam Bankman-Fried, has been convicted for defrauding his users, reiterating the risks and crimes associated with this booming industry. Our international coverage continues with terrifying updates from the Israel-Hamas conflict. Thai workers and Israel are being swept up in the turmoil, forced to decide whether to stay or evacuate from the region. In addition, more Palestinians with foreign ties are making the hard choice to move out of Gaza, leaving their families under challenging circumstances. Turning to politics Ahead of the 2024 U.S. election. A strategy memo released from Biden's team reveals an intent to rekindle 2020 themes in his campaign and draw stark contrasts with his predecessor, Trump. In other news, famed Amazon founder Jeff Bezos has announced a relocation plan from Seattle to Miami. Meanwhile, the economic health of the UK appears shaky as service businesses risk falling into recession according to the latest October PMI survey results. Internationally, relations between the U.S. and China seem optimistically warmer, with China showing positive gestures towards U.S. chipmaker, Micron. Our final headlines center around Middle Eastern geopolitics. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken has been urging for pauses in the ongoing Gaza war, Even as Israel confirms more advancements. And not far from there, the retreat of UN forces from Mali seems to be in disorder due to escalating violence. Moving on to story 3 for today a significant agreement has been reached at the recently concluded UK's AI Summit. Key tech players and governments have committed to test nascent artificial intelligence models before release as part of their efforts to manage potential risks. The summit, held at the iconic Bletchley Park, set the stage for a unique alliance between technology and politics to acknowledge and address challenges like privacy erosion and potentially catastrophic global events. To give us an in-depth perspective on the subject, we are joined by our specialist correspondent, Ethan.
1: Indeed, Grace. This summit was quite the turning point. An impressive roster of world leaders and technological honchos came together with a shared goal of handling AI risks effectively. They've expressed willingness to collaborate and adopt a unified approach in identifying and mitigating such risks.
0: I understand that British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak put a positive spin on this development?
1: Absolutely, Grace. Sunak was confident that the outcomes of this agreement, including the establishment of an international risk panel, would have significant implications for human welfare. The focus of these high-level discussions was about carving a successful path forward for AI and setting up an independent oversight body on a global scale.
0: Now during the summit, The Chinese Vice Minister of Science and Technology signed something called the Bletchley Declaration, but did not sign on this testing agreement. Can you speak more about that?
1: Yeah, that's correct. It's a curious development and quite indicative of the complex dynamics at play. While China endorsed the Bletchley Declaration, they refrained from signing the testing agreement, suggesting a divergence of views on this particular aspect of AI risk management.
0: The tech representation at the summit was fairly robust too, wasn't it?
1: Oh, without a doubt. It was quite a unifying moment. The summit saw political leaders from the US, EU, and China, sharing the same stage with reps from top tech companies including Microsoft-backed OpenAI, Anthropic, Google DeepMind, Microsoft, Meta, and XAI, signaling a determined global attempt to navigate the AI tide together.
0: Elon Musk was part of the dialogue as well. What was his take?
1: Musk, renowned as a futurist, made some compelling points. He proposed that companies working with AI technologies should share their findings with lawmakers instead of hastening to implement AI legislation. Despite projecting an 80% likelihood of AI being beneficial, he conveyed the urgency of thoroughly considering and addressing its associated risks before full-scale deployment.
0: Quite a lot to digest. It'll be interesting to see where we go from here in regulating AI. What potential implications or consequences could this summit have on future AI developments, Ethan?
1: The summit could very well serve as a blueprint for global cooperation on AI. If successful, we could see more coordinated efforts in AI risk mitigation and in creating safer AI models. It may also bring clarity to AI legislation and provide a common platform for sorting out country-specific concerns. But it's not all rosy. Disagreements, like the one we saw with China, could also mean unpredictable hurdles in future.
0: Indeed, there's much to speculate and even more to watch out for. This has been fascinating. Ethan, thanks for giving us the in-depth scoop on this major development in AI.
1: Always a pleasure, Grace. Take care.
0: Thank you, Ethan, for deciphering the world of AI for us. To our listeners, we've been discussing results from the UK's recent AI Summit. And all these insights come courtesy of Reuters. Stay tuned as we delve into our final story for the day. We've got a big development in the amusement park industry to chat about this morning. Cedar Fair and Six Flags, who are two major players in the sector, are planning to merge. This would create a real playtime powerhouse spanning North America. For a closer look at this development, we have our reporter, Chloe, with us.
2: That's right, Grace. Cedar Fair and Six Flags are becoming one. The resulting company will have a wide footprint, covering 17 U.S. states, present in Canada and Mexico as well. Together, they'll operate a staggering number of properties – 27 amusement parks, 15 water parks, and 9 resorts in total. This news
0: comes at a tough time for such industries. How is the amusement park sector maneuvering the COVID-19 pandemic?
2: Well, Grace, the amusement park industry was hit hard by the pandemic, seeing a decline in attendance. However, things seem to be looking up. Cedar Fair reported a small but impactful 1% increase in attendance in its third quarter, while Six Flags noted a 16% rise. The two companies believe their merger could help further boost attendance and reduce costs. Fascinating. And speaking of costs,
0: what do we know about the expected financial impact of this merger?
2: Analysts expect about $120 million in cost savings within two years of the merger. This is due to synergies and efficiencies from combining operations. Additionally, the newly created company will have a diverse lineup of intellectual properties. They'll have famous brands like Looney Tunes, DC Comics, and Peanuts in their portfolio.
0: Where will this new amusement park giant be headquartered?
2: The new company's headquarters will be based in Charlotte, North Carolina. However, there will be significant operations continuing in Sandusky, Ohio, where Cedar Fair is currently headquartered. The merger is expected to be finalized in the first half of next year, given that Six Flags shareholders give it a green light.
0: This certainly is a major shakeup in the amusement park industry. Could this merger spell more
2: consolidations in the future? That's a possibility, Grace. Such challenging times often push industries to adapt and innovate. And a successful merger could very well set a precedent. All this information comes courtesy of reports from NPR, 10TV.com, and the Associated Press. It seems like this
0: merger between Cedar Fair and Six Flags is not just about creating a larger amusement park company, but also about overcoming obstacles and grasping opportunities for growth. We'll definitely keep our eyes on this one. Thank you so much for breaking this down for us. Chloe.
2: Always a pleasure, Grace.
0: That's all we have for now. Today's episode was made by Alexander King with GPT-4. GPT-3.5 Turbo. The 11 Labs Text-to-Speech API. And the Google Cloud Text-to-Speech API. I hope you have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow. Alex